Welcome to not so sunny West Ealing, but it doesn't look too bad out there. Hope you had a good night. We had uh, a great day yesterday. Uh, you should have seen us rush, rushing around with cables. I have become not just a steward, I've become a sound technician, a video technician, a presenter, and I, and I have my new partner in this ministry, Amanda. Welcome, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you, and good morning to everyone out there. Lovely to speak to you this morning, and I hope you're all feeling refreshed in the Holy Spirit this morning. Uh, yes. So um, I'm going to we're going to do half an hour with you, nine to nine thirty, um, and this, of course, is the first weekday program in our new KT TV, and and it's about it's about morning devotions. That's really what we're doing, and then. A, a few prayer requests. So um, you can send in your prayer requests in the usual way on our live stream. So you you do the response form, and that should come directly to my mobile. A little bit delayed, but it'll get there. But then also on the number 075702697. That phone also... Uh, do you have it here? I don't have it here. It's okay. In the next room. In the next room. Yeah. Well, would you just excuse Amanda to go and get that? Because um, I we were pointing it out earlier. And so 0757026697, that will come directly to the phone that Amanda will have. Um, and uh, But it's only texts and uh, WhatsApp messages. So you can send in either through the live stream uh, as well, uh, the live stream connection or that connection. And um, so while Amanda is, is getting that, uh, I want to let you know how we're going to go about this. There is a daily Bible reading that we publish every month in the Revival Times, but the Bible reading, the Revival Times, is not being published this month straight away. We won't be doing it a paper version anyway. We don't think that's necessary. But the April Revival Times will be online very soon. But in the meantime, we're posting today the Bible reading program. Thank you, Amanda. There we are. So can you monitor that for me? Have that ready and just watch if people are, are connecting. Okay. So there is already a prayer request coming in from Marjorie. Please include my dear friend, Ate Angji, in your prayer, she's in hospital, ICU, suffering uh, for breathing difficulties due to COVID. So that's exactly great. Uh, we get these prayer requests and we'll build them up and we'll come to the time of prayer. So I have printed out the sheet of the um, Bible readings and they will be posted online. And to get to the Bible reading, you go to the Revival Times icon on the website, press that icon, and then there should be a menu of options and you will see two things. Uh, we, you will see seven minutes with God, and I'm coming to that in a moment, and the daily Bible reading plan. But let me read it out for you today. If you're following the plan today, 30th of March and tomorrow, 31st of March, that is already uh, in the uh, March Revival Times. So the chapters today are Joshua 8, Jeremiah 2, Psalm 139, and Matthew 16. Those are the Bible readings for today. And now, obviously, 
in the time that we have available, I won't read all of those passages. But I will ask you to turn to Psalm 139, because that is such a remarkable psalm um, that we can share in together just for a moment. Why is it when you're looking for psalms, your Bible is full of Jeremiah and lamentations? Never mind, we will get there. So here we go. Psalm 139, probably even as I'm turning to it, you will recall what it is about. That's, of course, if you haven't already done your morning devotions on your own. And this is just a, a recollection of what you have been doing. So Psalm 139 is this wonderful psalm which talks about God knowing our hearts and knowing what, what's going on in our lives. Now, at the moment, I am studying um, biology and anatomy and physiology, rather, uh, because of some of the work that I'm doing in uh, therapy and also studying uh, various uh, higher-level aspects of counseling. And so we have, in anatomy and physiology, we have the physical uh, creation that God has made us, and that is here. It does say that we have been formed in our mother's womb. Uh, verse 13, for you formed my inward parts, knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows that so well. So this is self-image based on the knowledge that God has made us and created us. And the more I'm studying anatomy and physiology, I'm studying the various uh, systems of the body, I'm amazed as my knowledge has been extended to, to the cellular level, what's going on in histology, what's going on in the respiratory system, what's going on in even the muscular system. Amazing. God is an amazing creator. He took infinite care to make us physically. But then also, Amanda, it talks about you formed my inward parts. And that very often in scripture is a reference to us, to who we are on the inside. What, what does it mean to you and to the people that God has made us in his image and the person that we are whole emotionally and he is the master of psychology? Well, God has obviously created us body, soul and spirit. And when he talks about our inward parts, we're looking at the heart, we're looking at the spirit, we're looking at the spiritual being that God has created us to be in his image. And therefore, we have to be closely connected to God to really flow in that image that he has given us in our spiritual image. We have to be closely connected to really know the Holy Spirit, to know God, and really to know ourselves as well. Yes, and also, uh, if God made us this way, he talks about wholeness, physical wholeness, emotional wholeness, and spiritual wholeness. And salvation touches all those things. We know physical healing is possible uh, in, in this life, and also resurrection is going to happen when Jesus returns. So that's the body taken care of. We know that the spirit is quickened by, the, by, by God. We are born again and we have a new spirit. We have been, our spirit's been recreated, but also emotional wholeness. There, there are, we have to accept that we can discover uh, uh, in our brokenness a wholeness. 
And uh, people talk a lot about brokenness today, and it's right and important to know that we come to God as broken people, but God is in the repair business. Don't hold on to your brokenness. Don't hold on to your hurts. Bring them to Jesus to be healed. That's what inner healing is all about. And of course, I'm not saying that everybody is healed perfectly, I mean, even in our physical bodies, and there may be things that we carry for a while, but we bring it to God and we rejoice because he is the one who makes us whole. We're talking about spiritual wholeness. We're talking about inner wholeness uh, today as well as spiritual. But I like the first verse here. I wonder if you would read for me, Amanda, 139 verses 1 and 2 and 3. O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down, you know when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Yeah. He knows you through and through. And then uh, his presence. Look at this verse 7. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. That's that's powerful. Uh, there is no place where God is not. There is no situation in which his love is not present. There is no experience that God is not Lord of. And whatever we're going through today, and uh, we, we can know that God is with us. So I'm going to pray now. Lead us in a, a devotional prayer uh, with these thoughts. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are the God who knows all things and everybody, every physical body of everybody, every emotional state of every person, every spiritual state of every human being. And we thank you that we are going to be presented whole, completely sanctified spirit, soul and body. And in that order, our spirits have been made alive in Christ Jesus, though once we were dead in sins. That we have been emotionally healed, that our emotions are being healed and restored. There is healing for the soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul who heals all your diseases, who forgives all your iniquities. Forgiveness, soul forgiveness, soul healing today. And we thank you, Father, that you're going to help take care of our mental health as we go through this time of crisis. Thank you for the fellowship of the people of God. We thank you, Father, for the services yesterday to the people who came to Christ and the, the things that took place. We thank you, Father, for your healing. We thank you, Father, that your knowledge extends right now to every, every cell in our body. And as our physical body is being renewed, you are renewing the body of Christ in these days. 
We thank you, Father, for your knowledge. It's not just knowledge of us. It's knowledge of our circumstances. You knew all about coronavirus even before it happened. And therefore, we thank you for your purposes. We lay our lives before you today. We present our bodies as living sacrifices in your holy presence. We give you our, wor our worship today, which is the logical response, the only consistent response to the mercies of God. We present our bodies and we ask you, Father, that as we refuse today to think and behave in the way that the world would, would put pressure upon us to do, that we would follow the constraints of the Holy Spirit and the restraints of the Holy Spirit, that our lives will be submitted to you. Speak to our hearts, refresh and strengthen us. Give us manna from heaven today. Refresh every person under the sound of my voice, I pray today. And we thank you, Father, that you are speaking to us. For we shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And Father, as we begin to reflect on the wider significance, prophetic significance of the coronavirus, we know, Lord, that there are those who are saying that this is the mighty God smiting the nations of the world and we thank you, Father, that in any judgment of yours, there is always mercy until that final day of judgment comes when it will be judgment without grace, for grace will be lifted and justice alone will prevail. But we thank you that we live in the day of grace and there is still yet more grace for our lives, still yet more grace for London, still yet more grace for the nations of the world until Jesus returns. And Father, we thank you for this day of grace, for this day of opportunity. And Father, we know that you are calling the nations back to you in a way that is so clear because people are beginning to think about their situation and their eternal destiny. And we know, Father, that there will come increasing attacks upon the Christian gospel and a, an increasing hardness of heart amongst some people. As you read in the book of Revelation, Lord, they still cursed you even in the midst of the final outpouring of your justice upon the nations. But there are those whose hearts will be softened. So we pray for our friends and our neighbors as we share the gospel with them and as we minister to them and do good things as much as we can with the restraints of movement that we have. We pray, soften the hearts of the lost. Soften the hearts of our friends. Speak to them by your Holy Spirit. Draw men and women to Christ. And we pray for the body of Christ right now. We ask that you would refresh and restore the body of Christ, that the body of Christ will see the coronavirus as a wake-up call because of the things that we value, like gathering together. Father, we pray that you will drive away every reluctance that ever exists in the members of the body of Christ to be about the Father's business, to understand that church is not just gatherings on Sunday, but a 24-7 relationship with Jesus and with our brothers and sisters. We pray, Father, for the connections to grow and develop. We pray, Father, that there will be an increased awareness of eternal issues, even for us as believers, 
that we are to work while it is day, for night time is coming and no one can work. We thank you, Father, that you are empowering and equipping your body with new and fresh spiritual gifts that we might rise up to exercise the gifts of the Spirit which reveal the heart and the mind and the will and the purpose of Jesus Christ and his very presence to those who do not yet know him. We thank you for the gift of encouragement. We thank you, Father, for the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And we want to labor to maintain that unity. And we pray against those who would use this situation in the churches to bring uh, some kind of division and some kind of disruption. We know the enemy is a disruptor. And so we pray, Father, that you will silence the foe in the avenger. And every person who sows seeds of discord and criticism and in some way to undermine the leaders of the church. We thank you, Father, for the leadership of Kensington Temple and the leadership of London City Church. We thank you, Father, for the church board members. We thank you, Father, for the staff members. And we ask, Father, that you would preserve Amen. our ministry in purity and integrity at this time we ask father for the outpouring of your spirit your spirit of renewal and let your holy spirit have full control amen, amen. and amen. amen well a rather long prayer but if you spend time in prayer when i when, when i'm praying and interceding sometimes you have to wait longer than that but i know you've been saying amen all the way through all right, Amanda, you you're okay. Yes. Yeah, tickle in the in the throat. Mm. It's that early morning thing. We're not in denial. I mean, we know that uh, many of us could have this virus uh, even mm. now, but but we believe in God for asymptomatic uh, uh, or some other kind of mildness if we get it at all, because the blood of Jesus is against all of this stuff, and we are grateful yeah. for 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 that protection. Now. Um, I prayed into a little bit of what uh, we have been discerning, uh, Amanda and I, and also some of the intercessors of the church, that um, that this coronavirus could on the one hand be uh, an attack on the church, that things are being closed down, and we, I don't think we have to consider it to be, uh, you know, like persecution or something, but the disruption that could come to church life could have very negative consequences. So we are praying that that what the enemy intended for evil, God intended for good, and it will be turned around. So one of the things that the enemy is always trying to do is to bring disunity, disruption, to bring um, criticism. All, all leaders are accountable, but negative and destructive criticism is, is, is not good. Uh, at all of one another we're to encourage one another build one another up not tear one another down and there is there is in some sense a a, a kind of uh, sp a spirit of intimidation i'm going to wait on the lord a little bit more before i specify but there's a kind of spirit of intimidation um you know you remember when elijah was threatened by the queen of israel you know, you your head shall roll for this. There is there is that very strong spirit of intimidation, and that is coming in lot from lots of different directions, um, not just from the world, not just from those who don't claim to know Christ, 
But so we have to pray for a unity that is beyond Kensington Temple London City Church unity, that is beyond even the denominational unity. It is something that is uh, the unity of the body of Christ. And the Bible says that this is a gift. We have received this unity and to maintain it. But we have to work towards a fuller kind of unity. And we'll come back to that. But let's pray into that. So we pray against division. We pray against intimidation. We pray against accusation. We pray against confusion. All of these things are operating. And of course, the attack on people's bodies and the attack on people's heart, encouragement. The discouragement. People discouraged somebody, a worker on the way said, nobody's praying for me. Well, we're praying for people who can't pick up the phone and pray for everybody, but your cell leaders can. And somebody, I'm on the work, work of the NHS and I'm on the way to work and I'm frightened and nobody's praying for me. We are praying for you. Yes, we are praying for you. And also pray for one another. Fear, intimidation, all these things. But on the positive side, the shaking that is taking place is also a reshaping. I believe God is saying this. I don't want to put words into his mouth. I want to reflect what I feel him saying, which is that this shaking is leading to a shaping. First the shaking, then the reshaping, the shaping and the remaking. And a restorational element is in that. And a renewal element, a strong renewal element. The renewal is here. This is the renewal. This is the renewal. Maybe it doesn't feel like it, but this is the renewal. But I am praying for a reformation for the church of Jesus Christ to be fully reformed, that we won't be building bound any more than we are now, liberated from this bondage to buildings and be the body of Christ in the streets, in the workplaces, in the homes, in the communities. And we will need to be looking at developing structures that will take that under account. I've been uh, speaking about this for, for years, and I believe that we are very closely onto it uh, as far as we go. All right, uh, uh, Amanda. So now, have you got a, a prayer request that has come in? Would you like to share it? Yes, this, uh, is, a, this is a prayer request. It's a twin brother calling in for prayer for his twin, Mark who has been ill with the virus for a few weeks and he's praying and standing on the word of God. And he asks us to join him to stand on God's word for healing for his brother. So right now, we're Are we, uh, we, let's gather a few of these together. Are we allowed to say his name? Mark is his name. Mark. So you pray for Mark. And mm -hmm. then um, we have also, uh, we have also Marjorie and Marjorie, please include my dear friend, Ate Anje. So you pray for Mark. And I pray for for Ate Ate Angie, and also um, uh, you had a phone call from one of the people working in the national health. Was that Marion Marion? Uh, she's in health service. Yes, she's in the health service. Yes. She's still working. So we're going to pray for Marion as well. She's one of our regular church people. And and all the people working in the national health. Okay, you pray first of all, and then I'll join you. Father, we just come to you afresh this morning and we bring Mark to you, Lord God. 
Father, we pray for this man that is now has got the virus and has been ill for some weeks. Father, we bring him before you today. And Lord, as his twin brother requested, we stand on the word. We stand with them in faith, Lord, believing that you will touch Mark's body, Lord, and that he will recover Amen. from this virus. In Jesus' name we pray. We pray for his wife, Lottie, Father, that you will strengthen her, that you will encourage her and that you will present yourself with her at this time also in Jesus' name. And we bring Marion before you, Father God, a faithful church member, Lord God, who is serving in the health service. Father God, we pray that you would strengthen her, that you would encourage her, Lord. Father, we come against any fear that might be with her right now, and we bind it in Jesus' name. We pray for the peace of God to be her portion. And Father, this is a prayer for every single person in the front line of, of care, wherever they are, in hospitals, in the community, visiting people in their home, elderly, whoever it is, Father God, we pray for each and every one of them. We pray, Father God, that you would protect them, that you would keep them safe, Lord God, and that they would know your peace in their heart. And those who don't know you yet, Lord God, we pray that this would be a time when they would turn to you, Lord God, the one and only true God that can truly bring that peace into their lives. Father, we bless each and every one of them who are working in that sphere of work today, that professionalism. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And Lord, we also pray for Marjorie's friend, Ate, uh, in hospital in ICU with breathing problems due to the COVID-19. We thank you, Lord, that you are a good God and that your healing extends to all the people under your care. We thank you, Father, and for, ask for your healing for this person and those that we mention right now in our hearts to you. Let there be real healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. amen. So there is still a little bit of time. If you want to text in a prayer request to 07570-261-697, WhatsApp or text. Have you checked the texts as well as the WhatsApp? Yes. yes. Okay. And but, uh, but also for that number, it's not just a prayer line. Uh, it is a uh, or a helpline. <clears throat> Send in your needs, send in your prayer requests, but also good news stories. I want photos of good things that are happening and what you're doing at home and, and news of what's what's happening to you. So let's see how how we we go there. Is there another message coming on? Yes. Um, Ellen, Ellen says, please pray for Scott Moore. Uh, um, who has COVID-19. So we lift up Scott to you, Lord, Scott Moore, and we pray for your healing and deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anything else come in? Nothing else. Is okay. All right. So um, we are about to, to finish, but I would like you to do some preparation for tomorrow. <laughs> what I mean by that is if you go online and again, go to Revival Times, you will click on the Revival Times icon and there will be a menu there. Check out Seven Minutes with God, how to plan a daily quiet time. And I want to teach on this so that uh, we can help at this time, help people develop good prayer habits. I'm not saying you don't have them, but we can develop that, help other people develop it.